Talking Cameras. This is the Wildlife Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from WildEye. I met with Johan for breakfast this morning. Now we, we kind of hang out socially quite a bit and we haven't seen each other for about three months now because of all the travels and nice catch up over breakfast. As we got to the office, I went to the studio to, record, to record a few podcasts and Johan said, listen, he wants to talk about cameras. So what is this about, Johan? No, just about how people think about it, mirrorless, DSLR, relying on the tech too much and so on and so forth. So we just sat down and spoke about all those things and a little more. Hope you guys enjoy. Johan, Gee. it's been a very long time. It has been, has been. Busy where, times? Where have you been? Everywhere. <laughs> I think so have I, I didn't see you there. No, I, 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 mean, um, I think since June, up until now, I don't think I was home for more than two weeks. More than 10 days. How do you feel? I was tired towards the end of it, I won't, I won't lie, but no. now it's so good to be home, so good to be stuck in the office, so good to see you from mm. the office again. And it's yeah. the first time in a long time that we've got everyone back in the office, yeah. and I think there's a great vibe, there's lots of excitement and getting ready for next year and for yeah. 20, 2023, I mean, which is quite scary actually. You are talking like that. I mean, it's literally now we're in that place where it was March, lockdown happened, we blinked, it's November 2021, yeah. we blink, we're planning for 23. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, I mean, we normally bry on a regular basis and we had yeah. breakfast this morning, it's the first time in about three months or something. Yeah, no, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. It's been, um, I think it's it's been a bit of a shock to, to everyone and I think I spoke to a few people at, um, you know, guests from, from a lodger's point of view, you can see some of the lodgers that have been caught out that are obviously understaffed, which is fine when you're not busy, but as soon as they get busy, yeah. you definitely get the... Um, you get the sense that they're understaffed. And that was everything from Cape Town, the, the restaurants, to, to lodges now in Zimbabwe and in mm-hmm. Zambia. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, and I think very much we, we were also probably guilty of that in a way that, you know, if we knew it was going to be as busy as it has been, we yeah. pro- probably would have employed at least one more person to help sure. out, especially in the office from a logistics yeah. point of view. But you can't until you know what's, what's going to happen. And, you know... Or honestly, putting it out there, I don't think our communication has been as good as it probably should have been. You mm. know, but that that was a learning curve mm. for us. Yeah. And uh, you know, hats off to the team in the office; they've been they've been amazing. I think really maybe maybe it's possible. And look, I'm not I'm not disputing what you're saying. I think no. sometimes dropping balls in the time we're living in, yeah. it might not be big beach balls, maybe just like golf balls. Yeah. But still, I think the way in which you recover from it, that and and to turn it into a positive, reframing yeah. that thing, yeah. I think that we've done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's quite funny. I was speaking to, to Tanya and Judy now looking at calendars for guys 2022. And Tanya said, well, next year will be easier. Well, next year is going to be busier. Yeah. By, yeah. By, by the looks it's of a the continuous show. rollover. People that booked last year, that's postponed. Yeah. This year now available and so on and so forth. So. Yeah. I think at least, you know, one thing that would be in our favor is at least we'll hopefully we'll know next year everything is a go. Whereas, yeah. you know, so this year it was like, is it going? Is it not going? Where well, last year was easy, you know, it was not going to happen. Yeah. This year was, is it going to happen? Will yeah. it happen? What do I need? You know, that was a big learning curve for us. Is you don't know what you need to get into that country yeah, yeah. until you have first experience changes. of that. Yeah. By the time someone books to the time they actually get to the trip, or by the time I've had it where I leave on a trip, yeah. and by the time we get two weeks later to the last destination, the requirements change. So yeah. if you suddenly get signal, there's email saying, oh no, this, that, the other. It's like, oh shit, now yeah. what? Yeah. No, it's been, it's been tricky. But now listen, you walked into the office and you said you want to talk about cameras. Yes. Go. What, what are we talking about? No, I think it's, you know, I had a chat to my clients on uh, on the last few safaris, actually. And it's, 
it comes down to this whole new mirrorless system which has obviously hit the world by, by storm for for good reason some of it but i think also a lot of it has been people have been overthinking a, a lot and i don't know if it's noise from a social media point of view or you know the, it's this whole new system and everyone thinks you know the, it's it's so super complicated and it really isn't you know, do you think they're overthinking mirrorless or cameras in general I think cameras in, in general, but I think especially with the new mirrorless stuff, people are really sort of overthinking a lot of it, especially with the eye tracking and, you know, all of a sudden there's these massive complex menus when, you know, I've sort of played around with, with the Sony stuff. I don't own it myself and I've played around with the R5. I haven't used the, the Nikon stuff at all, but it, it's actually, I mean, it's two focusing systems that I've been using on the on the Sony's. I think it's called the wide and then it's the flexible spot I, sure. think, I think it is yes you know and there's like probably three or four other ones and people are like because it's there i've got to use every single one of them and i always say to people you've got this eye tracking thing now it's great it's amazing no doubt it's a definite game changer <laughs> but if you're if your basics are not in place if you still don't understand shutter speed aperture composition composition all of those things your camera is not going to take the shot for you you know it, it might increase your chances especially with action shots and but, you know, people are saying it's made me a better photographer. I, I totally disagree I, with that. I, agree, I, think it's I made agree with you on that. I yeah. don't think it makes you a better photographer. I think, and help me, maybe, maybe I've, I've had the same, I've had quite a few people with mirrorless and all this tracking and then they put it on bird tracking and mammal tracking, whatever. Yeah. That suddenly when they look through the viewfinder, the focus becomes what tracking mode am I in versus how am I going to tell the story. Mm. Suddenly it's this eye tracking thing and then when you have a leopard, for example, that shit's all over the place because yeah. the contrast of the eye and so it jumps. But it, it's become a, it's become a, I almost want to say a bit of an obsession. Yes. Which takes your attention away from the basics. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, once again, no one, none of these guys that are promoting the cameras have been telling people the downside of it. The downside of it is the size of those files. Holy My hell. goodness, it is, yeah. it is huge. Yeah. And you know, for some people, it might not be an absolute deal breaker. For a lot of people, it won't be, but it is a negative. You know, instead of, I mean, I've got a, um, a four terabyte that I've been using for the last, I don't know, four years probably. Yeah. Uh, for, for all my images. Yeah. I had a guess now, a two terabyte hard drive full in the space of three weeks. Jesus. Because of A1. That's, I mean, I'm thinking about it now. We were just talking about this hard drive on the desk here. That's a yeah. two terabyte. Yeah. And on there is my entire catalog from 2013 to 2020. Plus yeah. my new catalog from 2021 and on, yeah. and the raw files from this year. Yeah. Jeez, yo, that takes up. So, I mean, look, if, you, if you're going to be starting a business and you're going to be printing massive billboards, then, you know, by all means, go ahead and, and, and go for it. But, but how many of your clients that you've ever had does that? None. Thank you. No, it, 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 how, it, many, how many of your clients actually print their pictures? Very few. So, so what? It's for Instagram. It's like fucking so good. Yeah. It's a little little picture on a on a phone. Yeah. I actually had this uh, discussion with uh, with Linda who was on the on the trip with me, and you know she kind of said that she's getting bored of posting on Instagram. So I said, okay, well, what are we going to do with the images from this trip? Yeah. And she's well, she she's not quite sure. And I said, well, why don't you start a project for yourself and create a book? Yeah. You know, do a book, print four or five of them. It's fun. Just it's it's a fun thing to do, um, and it just takes. You know, your your. I think our whole photography has gone close-up portraits because that works on Instagram. It, it all becomes very, very boring, hundred percent, yeah, and and very monotonous in a in a way. I had Linda. She she joined me for a private night, Mala Mala, after she was with you in South of Angola yes. and all that. And the same thing came up. It's it's that natural evolution, and I think it's changed again now because so 
let's go back. You become a wildlife photographer. You get a little camera, D90, plus yeah. a 7300 kit lens. Yeah. You end up zooming in, out, you like the in. Then you get 100, 400. Yeah. Because they info- then, you, then you start shooting and you're renting 600s. And then you start putting converters on that. So we always get used to that. Mm. The composition there is easy and lame and just lazy. So when you start pulling back again, your composition needs to be stronger because there's more elements in. Yeah. And it seemed to me, we had breakfast, we spoke about it breakfast this morning about kind of Instagram being dead. But it seemed to me that for one stage, there was a time when people started posting wider and more animals. Yeah. Now, for some reason, is it now because suddenly now my, my, my camera now has eye tracking. Now I've got to zoom in to make it work. Yeah. But why? Yeah, and that's why I think it's been a total obsession with with eye tracking. And look, it is it has got its advantages, no doubt. But now, okay, let's quickly talk technically for those people who still understand aperture out there. Yes. So now you have in the Sabi Sands, you drive past, you turn around, mala mala. Sorry, mm. same thing in my mind. Yeah. You turn around and you're facing up the road to where this leopard's walking straight towards you. Yes. Okay. You're shooting, let's for argument say, say a 500 mil. Mm-hmm. You're on aperture f6.3. Yes. And that thing's about 50 meters away. Yeah. Why are we obsessing about eye tracking in that shot? Yeah. The thing is not even a quarter. If you divide your frame top to bottom, it's not even a quarter big. No, but now exactly. I'm worried about the eye tracking. My sister's being very strange at the door. She looks like one of those... Yeah, we're recording. She looks like one yeah. of those kids in the elevator that... Yeah. Ghosting that pops up. Sorry, that's fine. <laughs> so, but now, so now people are, mm. that, and then they get upset with themselves because it's not picking up the eye. No, John, the thing's a hundred meters away. Yeah. And if your aperture is deep enough, every if you hit the body, the face is going to be sharp. Absolutely. And I think that's what you're saying is people forget that technical side of it, yeah. and they obsess so much about this new little feature that everything else goes. Yeah, it, it's been a total obsession. And one example that I like to use. Remember, as kids, you used to get those. Those ads that if you eat this pronutra, you'll become the strong, yeah, yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. sportsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's almost what these guys have done with these cameras. I ate that and I didn't turn into whatever no, they said. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> I and, still eat it now yeah. then. <laughs> and then. And people make it that, you know, if you buy these cameras, then this is the only way to go. This is the only way to improve your, your photography. And I call a massive bluff on that. And I actually met and quite a few uh, well known photographers. I forgot the guy, I mean, we spoke about him this morning that did Nick. the. That did the Nick? book on the Nick Dyer, Nick Dyer, is it? Yes, yeah, Nick Dyer, um, and also myself and Orson both. And Nick and I had this long conversation when we were sitting with a pack of dogs, and he said, "Well, you haven't made the move to mirrorless yet." And I said, "No, because first of all, for me, it's a massive, you know, financial no, sure. input to to switch around, and also the, you know, the one DXs, the D eight fifties, the D fives have not become bad cameras. They're not overnight. redundant. No." And, and he was still shooting DSLR. Myself and Winston was still shooting DSLR. It's not... Why are you talking? Keep going. I'm just putting something up on Instagram quickly here. And, you know, the, the, the point we, we keep on making is, yes, you know, if you... You might argue that maybe for, like, birds in flight, your success rate might be a little bit higher because you've got huge frame rates, which, again, you know, burns a lot of, a lot of memory. But if you look at images in general, you know, whether it be in a book yeah. or on, on social or websites, wherever it might be, you won't be able to tell what camera that was taken with. Or 100%. Lens. So tell me when to stop. Let's stop. Okay, let me pick one. Is that mirrorless or DSLR? That's definitely DSLR. We don't know. <laughs> Cut, man, you don't know. Okay, that's actually pretty. That's nice beautiful. It. But this is the thing. We look at the image 
And mm. people are like, oh, yeah, I can tell when it's this, that, the other. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. And funny enough, and I've said this many times, the only camera you could call on site was the 7D with the 100-400, the first version. Mm-hmm. It had a very kind of rectangular bouquet in the back. Yeah. But now, especially once you've run it through post-processing, yeah. you've sharpened, you've noise reduced, you've done your color contrast and everything. Why? I think it's become more of a... Is fashion statement the wrong word? But I think it's become more of a statement. Oh, it's very really Vogue right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm using the, the latest um, Sony or the, I mean, I'm sure the, the Z9, it looks, mm. looks amazing. That that's going to become a, a thing for the, the Nikon photographers. Yeah. But, you know, we still got to understand the principles. Huh. And, and I, I think also think it's taken a lot of the discussion where it used to be talking about fun from a photographic point of view. And, oh, you missed it. Oh, you got it. Now it's become discussion of, oh, did yours pick up the eye tracking? Uh, uh. It, it's become a very boring, very technical it's conversation. Also, very. I had a thought. Now, it's, it's also, it makes you, so I'm, I've got Olympus gear, but I take whatever my clients have. So if they have a 5D4 and we've got one here, I'll take that. It doesn't yeah. matter whether it's DSL or mirrors. When you look at your image, mm. right? So the people are now, what about this? Where about this? I don't get why now suddenly everything else that we've spoken about, everything is just gone. Yeah. It's just gone. And suddenly this, there are people out there who are, let's call them influencers for camera brands mm. or ambassadors, whatever they call themselves, right? Yeah. And this is through the brands. Everybody, yeah. Sony, Nikon, Canon, they've all got them. And then the narrative, and you mentioned this at the beginning, would be this camera will definitely make you a better wildlife photographer. This is the bit. No, that's like me saying, I'm going to buy a new pair of Nikes to go and gym in. I'm not going to suddenly lift 50% more because I'm wearing new shoes. No. I might, and this is an interesting one, I might for the first two or three sessions push that little bit harder because I've got new shoes. So I put a little bit more effort in. Yeah. And what I'm hoping people do is when they do the mirrorless change is for that first while they try new things, yes. not because of the tracking, because of the result. Yeah. But I don't think that's happening. No. I don't think that's happening. No. And no camera will make you a better photographer. No. Time in the field no. makes you a better photographer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you know, I think it has to be it has to be fun, you know. That that's the the first. Well, hopefully that was the reason you started your photographic sure. journey. Is you clicked and you looked at the back of the screen and you're like, "Wow, this is amazing." That's pretty cool. What if even if it was a squirrel on a tree or your yeah. first line portrait, or whatever? And that's what it's about. Where now it's become people have spent so much money on it, they're expecting too much mm. from from the camera. They they expecting it to you know create miracles and. And still, you know, if, if you photograph it, and we, we did it with the, the Carmine Beat as well, yeah. those things fly like oh, the wind. And, you know, you could have all the eye tracking, whatever that you want. If your shutter speed is not fast enough, an image is still going to be blurred. Regardless of where it tracked from. Exactly. Nah, I don't know. The, obs- the ob- obsession has gotten to a point, and it's so competitive where, and this is, we've spoken about this many years ago already, mm. is if you get lost in always the latest, so now you've got to have, what's the top of the rates? A1 Sony and the yeah. Z9 and the R3 that's coming out. Yeah. And then the moment you settle into your A1, the A half, I don't know, yeah. whatever, <laughs> the A0.5 gets released. Yeah. Now you have to have that. Oh. And again, let's say, for example, someone went from an A7 or 4, which might, I'm making up numbers here, might be 50,000 Rand. Yeah. And now they upgrade to the A1 at 120,000 Rand. Mm. Is your images on Instagram going to look 70,000 Rand worth more the moment you use the camera? No. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, it's, but it's, it's a common thing. The moment we got on the car, when Linda and I got on the car, our guide was also shooting, so he was shooting Canon. Yeah. Linda's got Sony and I had Olympus for this one. 
It's like, what are you shooting? Oh, wow. And then within two seconds, they started talking about the eye tracking. Yeah. That's cool. And yes, it's helpful in certain situations. Yeah. Not in all situations. Yeah. You don't, uh, but, but we always have to have it on now. Yeah. It's like, because my car has four wheel mode, four wheel drive mode, I'm going to fucking always drive it in it. That's stupid yeah. because it doesn't work that way. Yeah. But now we have to use these things. And I think also people start forcing the issue. You know, because I've got this um, latest camera, the best lens, people start finding a way with a lion sleeping with their back towards it. Because I've got this camera now, oh. I've, got to, I've got to take photos. I've got to push this to, to, to the max. <laughs> They'll probably bitch and moan that it doesn't uh, pick up the eye from the back. <laughs> Shit technology, it doesn't work. Yeah. But anyway, it's a very strange time we're going through. I think, look, we can't deny mirrorless is the future. Yeah. But I also think we get into a place where, if you look at what phones are doing, Mm-hmm. And you, you know the Olympus Pro Capture mode where it takes, so if the bird's going to take it off, it buffers it. before. Yes. So it actually, from the moment you shoot, it keeps shooting, but it also saves as if you were shooting before then. So you yeah. get the bird taking off and everything. Yes. Phones, if you look at a normal scene, you're driving a game drive, I pick it up, I take a picture of the landscape with yeah. the sun. Amazing. It looks insane off the yeah. bat. Yeah. Computational photography. Mm. Now, at which point are one of these mirrorless guys going to say, okay, cool, we're going to have computer mode and in camera as a raw file it spits out all the processing hdr yeah. you can change your like in the phone you can change your aperture before and after that shit's coming it's, yeah 100 percent. well who's going to care about eye tracking then but then also you know where do you draw the line of you know where, where's the skill involved in it no there's none and okay, the- but, but this is this is that's what i want to say earlier. it makes you lazy yeah because i know for a fact looking through mirrorless if I change mm. my exposure or anything, it's in real time. Yeah. I don't even have to think about it. I make a conscious point because I know someone's going to ask me exposure-wise, so I make a point. But so many people just look at the picture now yeah. and turn dials in order to get what they want, but they don't give anything about this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's... I still love... And maybe it's a bit of old-school um, thing about it. I still love the old um, DSLRs with the single-point focusing. Oh, you know, yeah. if you get dogs jumping or a bird flying that that satisfaction of you know i got this it, no. it's, it's almost become a little bit too easy now like you, i say with, with the tracking and things interesting point do you think if it's going to get so easy like the new photoshop for example let me try no. to link this on the new photoshop and in the new masking feature in lightroom you can subject select mm. and yeah. it'll try and select the sharp area and it gives you the mask outline i do love that by the way look the, the new feature is great and the cool thing is I'm looking at a tutorial this week, but mm. if you now work in Photoshop, you can the, the camera raw is exactly the same now as Lightroom. So oh, you wow. can work in Photoshop, bounce to a camera raw as a filter, yeah. come back and carry on. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But that, that auto-select, so at what point in the future are we going to have a thing where it can select five subjects? Yeah. And then you can say, based on how close it is to the camera, put this one in focus and, and you'll just turn a dial yeah. and this thing will do it. There's no more challenge. No. There's no more hope. I remember, for example, and you'll know this, when, when a leopard's going to go up or down a tree, mm. there's this tension in the vehicle. Yes. It's like, oh my God, where should I, f-? okay, if you focus on the tree, depth of field, blah, 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 yeah. that's going to be gone. Yeah. That, that, that tension which makes it exciting and in a, in a kind of a fucked up way, the disappointment that comes with it is also a good gone. thing. Yeah. Because it's like, oh man, hey, but we saw that's cool. Okay, now I know for next time. Yes, exactly. That's, all of it's going to be gone. And that's how you learn. Yeah. That's how you learn. And I, I don't think people are going to learn too much from a photographic point of view if, if they yeah. continue to carry on this route. You started the conversation and you spoke about the depth of the menus on yes. some of the mirrorless stuff. Yes. You know the amount of time since mirrorless that I've seen 
And I just recorded the, the previous episode is why we as photographic guys should not sit in the passenger seat. Yes. You cannot teach from there. No. The amount of times I sit behind my clients, which is all the time, and while you're just driving, where well, there's nothing happening, they're in this menu system. Yeah. And they're looking for things and they're trying to change things. And you're like, what do you want to do? And I want to try and change why. I don't know. Well, John did it. Because it's there. No, yeah. don't. You don't need to. Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah. I, I think people need to make sure they keep their head in the game because it's too easy to get lost in all of this. Yeah, 100%. I think people people overthink it and I think don't buy into everything that, that gets put in uh, mm. gets put out online. Look, I've, I've stopped um, following a lot of it because uh, I just feel there's, there's so much noise. Following a lot of? A lot of the you know noise from so-called influencers and, and people oh, marketing, marketing these things because, you know, there, there, there's a certain, I don't know, I still have not seen the anyone <laughs> mentioning the, the the negative side of it, and whether that's you know the brand's not being open to that, or but I do feel that people need to yeah because I mean battery life is something to consider yeah. the the file sizes is something to consider. I was it's very funny you mentioned this. I was thinking because I've got one more trip this year, yeah. which is Kenya. Then I'm back. I'm done until about May next year, <laughs> unless it's private. Yeah. But I was looking at doing like a, a two year review on the Olympus gear because I've mm. shot it in every. Forest, Arctic, landscape, everything. Yeah. And I want to chat to Gareth from Olympus South Africa and say to him, listen, I'm going to go brutal because there are good things, but there are also bad things. Sure. And I think brands that shy away, they, and I need to go, we spoke about this in the past, I think, there's a movie way back, and I cannot remember even that, but it's about this marketing exec who's got this big presentation the next day on various products because the company's in trouble. And he has to go home and plan all these marketing campaigns, like on boards and stuff. Yeah. So he go, goes home and something happens, like, I don't know, he bumps his head and he gets inspiration or he has a hangover or something, but he wakes up and he just puts shit down. He just says it like it is. Yeah. And the one would, for example, I'm paraphrasing, but something like, um, Johan's vodka, it tastes like shit, but it'll fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's like the truth. Yeah. And the, the story in this movie is it just, all these brands just go through the roof. 100%. Because suddenly people relate to it. Exactly. Nothing is perfect. And you, you've mentioned about influencers in the past. Yeah. It's good, it's good, it's good. Yes, because they gave you one for free. Exactly. Of course you're going to say that. Yeah. So, but, you know, for me, it becomes totally unbelievable. Like every single thing that I purchase now, from whether it be from a salesman or from a shop or whatever, I often ask the people, tell me one thing you don't like about this. Yeah. But the, 100%, when I buy something online, take a lot, Amazon, whatever. Yeah. First thing, go to reviews, look at the bad reviews. Yes. There might not be, might be one or two, yeah. but still go right there. Yeah. Gives you two sides of the, And then someone's going to play, oh, I don't like the white color. Okay, well, that's cool. I get that. Yeah. But people, yeah, we, we, we live in this dream world. And also what happens is even people who buy, there's a lot of young photographers and they're very much into, I shoot the Nikon D5000 and this lens. This is the best ever and here's why. Uh, no. Yeah. Let's get real. It's good for you for right now. It's not the best ever. No. By miles. It's yeah. actually shit in the bigger picture. Yeah. But for you right now, it's good. It's perfect, yeah. You don't need more. You can't afford more. Yeah. You don't go to the bush enough to, to, to require more. But, but for you right now, but the narrative of mine is the best. No. It means, and that's not just photography, that's life. And it's also, like we said, I mean, if you look at the photos, it does not actually matter. No. Um, what are, oh, like, we're talking about the reviews and things. I think the same thing goes for something like TripAdvisor. Now, yeah. I always go look at a, at a lodge. And I actually worked at a lodge where we had to send, like we, we managed the camp and we had to send instructions from the owner to send every single guest the email yeah. after the trip and like, please go leave a nice review. Sure. And if people would leave a bad review, the owner would take it off. Right. So it's like 200 reviews and everything is excellent. I don't believe that because then for me, you're sucking up somewhere yeah. 
there, there, there's no logic. It's not possible. I don't care how good you are. There, there's no place, and that's why I think, even from from our point of view, you know, you know, bad reviews are not necessarily a bad thing. It becomes real. You know, if if you feel, you know, loved uh, loved the Mara, but you know, I had two mosquitoes in my tent. It was a shit experience for me because of the mosquitoes. I couldn't sure. sleep. Put that on there because you know then people could read about yeah, it like bring bug bring, spray. Yeah, or bring, bring more bug spray or tell or, Dixon or whatever. Or drink a little bit more wine and not hear it. Gin is apparently a, <laughs> a thing, but I, I I think it's 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 almost like there's on Wednesday we should do another drink podcast I think because there's stuff. Um, it's also uh, not bias remorse. It's toxic positivity. Yes. Where if every if you only celebrate the good all the time. I think you get blinded by it to the 100%. point that you get a false sense of confidence about your own camera gear, your own business, your own service, whatever it is. 100%. If you aren't, a, if you if you get so stuck at it, and it's like, yay, this is amazing, this is amazing, this is amazing. Yes, you get into a toxic positive mindset, yeah. and everything else, like, oh no 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 no, Jack's wrong. You yeah. can't. Or, or, we can't do that. Yeah. And but people tend to, with cameras, let's get back. They tend to do that a lot. It's Absolutely. the best. It's the best. Well, okay, you have the best camera, but your images are shit. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's not the camera. Yeah. It's 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 such a big fuss. Eh? It's, mm. it's a big fuss, and it's you know people say, look at that person shooting with the latest four hundred or the new. It doesn't matter. Actually, it does not matter. It's often on cars. Our, our guide Yaku now, when I was Mala Mala, someone pulled up as well. Single guy with his guide just photographing, and he's like, oh wow, he's got nicely nice gear. Mm. Um, well, maybe he's rented it. Maybe number two, he's testing it because he's never done photography. Oh, and by the way, while we were looking at his gear, the leopard just jumped down from the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think it's going to stop. No. But I do think people who take their own photography and craft seriously need to maybe have a think about it because yeah. it is real. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. So short one line. Sum this whole thing up for people in one sentence. Don't overthink uh, cameras. Don't overthink your photography. And enjoy the journey rather done and with that we are done as always guys thanks for your time if you have any questions um jeff and Walt on social and johan von Sell photography on instagram you'll find it there and our emails jerry at wild.ca try that again <laughs> say that many times jerry at wild.ca and johan at wild.ca if you have questions don't overthink it and just enjoy the process yeah that's it Guys, as always, thank you so much. We will see you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. My name is Juan. We're from Wild Eye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.